Are you ready for the end of the world? Who, this, who is ever? Why do we keep asking that? Yeah, maybe we could change our promo <laughs> Just like, after all these years. Well, I mean, we started doing that in 99. So it was like preparing for Y2K, right? Yeah. And then we were pre preparing for the Mayan apocalypse. Yeah. And now we're preparing for the zombie. Wait, that happened already. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen people walking around with cell phones? Yeah, it's the slow onset zombie apocalypse. I started doing that myself, like start walking while I'm like doing things. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not really good. Yeah. So, okay, back to the end of the world. Back to the end of the world. Well, this is your community spirit. This is the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of family, circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up! Hey, you do it too. Come on. <laughs> Wake, Wake up. up! And be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit with Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And um, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, there's nothing new anywhere. Apparently, else. nothing's happening in this town. <laughs> I mean, spring even stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so, spring is on hold. <laughs> well, wait a second. There's this, um, what's it called? An election coming up. Oh, yeah, there is. I heard about that. Should we talk about that at all? Well, I mean, does it really affect us? I bet it'll affect us. I think we should at least talk about it to the extent of letting people know. <laughs> it's like, funny how many people, you know, we, we live in, in something that is slightly resembling a democracy, <laughs> and a lot of people don't vote, don't know it's happening. Well, nobody has an excuse to complain at all hmm. if they don't vote, <laughs> right? I mean, I vote, but only so I can complain, <laughs> you know? I feel like if I'm not complaining... Um, yeah. So, let's see. Next Tuesday, mm -hmm. if you're not registered to vote, you can actually go to the courthouse in Murfreesboro and register and vote on the same day. Yeah. So, um, otherwise, you can start voting now. I mean, they have early voting. So. Yeah, they have early voting, so there are many options, many options to get involved. And regardless of who you vote for or whether or not you vote, there's... Every other, uh, other whether or not they vote. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we some did, people. We just said that they, you're you're a pathetic <laughs> loser if you don't vote. <laughs> oh, I didn't I say that. that. <laughs> I know some people choose not to vote for their own reasons, but I, yeah, I, it's it's kind of hard to choose the lesser of two evils sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes people look and they say, "Oh, I don't like any of these. I'm just gonna." <laughs> that, that should be an option. Yeah. None of the above. <laughs> right. So you're voting still, but you're voting against anybody. Yeah. Well, I wonder if the local elections also allow write-ins, because I've, I've always felt like even if I don't like any of the candidates, I could vote and write in Mickey Mouse, you know, or write in myself. Or Why Mickey Mouse? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Corporate America. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why you? Yeah. That'd be, that'd that be fringe. Of, you need to get something in between. Yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> it's like, It'd be sort of funny if they were, I, it'd make a good short story. If everybody wrote in Mickey Mouse as sort of a joke and a protest, but then Disney became president. <laughs> just like... That well, would be terrifying. I did read about somebody who got elected to office and they were dead. Oh. <laughs> and what it was is the, um, I think it was a Republican Party put it, him on the ballot as a tribute. Yeah. Solely. And, 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 you know, campaigned as a tribute to just like talk to people about this person is a good person. But yeah. they weren't alive anymore. And then they end up winning. <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> just like. They talk the person up too much. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so you can start getting into some of this news here. We just had a law show on uh, earlier this morning, and our first story here is about the law. The whole world is breaking the law by ignoring climate change. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Now you're making it sound happy. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a song. I don't have it queued up. Maybe I'll find that before the end of the show. But. Just like... <laughs> so the countries of the world are violating national and international law by polluting the atmosphere and heating up the planet, according to a group of respected lawyers. Which are rare. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's about five of them. One of them's on the show before us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we good lawyers. We, we love the lawyers who are good. <laughs> but yeah, regardless of what kind of climate deal the UN comes up with in Paris later this year, governments already have a legal responsibility to take action, the jurists argued today in London, as they launched what they're calling the Oslo Principles on Global Climate Change Obligations. Why do they always have to have these really long names for things? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't they know that marketing is all about short things? Like, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, climate criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they just call that climate criminal? Yeah. They could call it the Don't Kill Everyone Agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? You're Very thinking. simple. You're thinking. Yeah. You know, don't do it. How about that? <laughs> yeah. there, there's one. You get sued by somebody. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Well, here's from the Gar Guardian column on the issue by two legal experts. They have this big quote here. What the Oslo Principles offer is a solution to our infuriating impasse in which governments, especially those from developed nations responsible for 70% of the world's emissions between 1890 and 2007, they're in effect saying, quote, we all agree that something needs to be done, but we cannot agree on who has to do what and how much. In the absence of any such agreement, we have no obligation to do anything. Yeah, it's the but, whole thing that this is so big yeah. that there's nothing we can do. Yeah, because it's, so, it's so big that, I mean, everyone seems to have this sense of an obligation to do something, but if they don't have a, a written-in-stone exact agreement, then they say, well, we don't have an agreement yet, so let's do absolutely nothing, or let's do very little. But, I mean, we've already done worldwide things. I mean, you know, we had world wars to stop issues. Yeah. We had um, the banning of CFCs, which were, you know, killing off the ozone layer and making uh, has, us have skyrocketing cancer rates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. really, if, if it weren't for the, the fact that we get so much of our energy by burning stuff that releases CO2s, I think we would have taken care of this already. Because CFCs, that shows what a global movement can do in order to uh, address a pollution problem. Yeah, I mean, and that was used in everything. Every aerosol can had CFCs in it. Yeah. And so, and every air conditioner, you know, so that is used all over the world. Yeah. And we decided we didn't want to die. Yeah, so we made a choice and right. we did something about it. So why not now? Yeah. Well, I think because there's bigger corporate interest in fossil fuel use than there was in CFC use. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> that could be, have something to do with it. <laughs> but yeah. So I, I find this interesting because, I mean, there, there have been a lot of people saying we should take action on this issue, but... Um, but who is? Yeah, who is? So nobody's really taking action so far. And they're making the excuse of, well, we haven't signed a binding agreement, so it's okay that we're doing nothing. But this group of lawyers is saying... That, that while they're bringing together a battery of legal arguments to dispute and disarm this claim, uh, in essence, the working group asserts that governments are violating their legal duties 
if they each act in a way that collectively is known to lead to grave harms. I've never heard that phone ring. Oh, yeah, that phone's ringing. That's supposed to not ring while we're on the air. <laughs> we're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just like someone someone has caught us doing bad things. Yes, they're call, calling the office on us. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, All right, so. Now, in, in, I mean, one of the things is is nobody's really done it from a legal point of view. They've always done it from a political point of view, right? Yeah. And they've also done it from sort of a legal point of view of saying, well, once we sign this treaty or that treaty, then we will have obligations. But what this group is saying now is we already have obligations to not kill everyone on the planet. <laughs> I mean, that's a very mystifying concept, you know, who, who thought that we might have uh, legal obligations. Another phone, maybe. Um, the problem is it, it is such a big thing, right? So want to fix the climate first? We have to change everything. Yeah. <laughs> there is an important launch earlier this week where a bunch of high-profile figures came together to sign on to a new game-changing enterprise. No, I'm not talking about the gallery where, you know, Jay-Z, Mon- Madonna, and a dozen other artists noticed their new music tr- streaming. What? <laughs> yeah, they've got a new music streaming service. I'm talking about the next system. Now, I do have a link to that if you want to receive our newsletter, info at yourcommunityspirit.org, and I can send you our newsletter. So I'm talking about the next system, a project that seeks to disrupt or replace our traditional institutions for creating progressive change. Now, there's a bunch of backers. Greenpeace president, clean energy champion Van Jones, United Steelworkers president, climate activist Bill McKibben, Zipcar co-founder, and hundreds of others. Yeah. Now, what the next system will actually achieve remains to be seen. For example, there's a website and a declaration. Hmm. Here's an excerpt. Today's political economic system is not programmed to secure the well-being of people, planet, and place. Instead, its priorities are corporate profits, the growth of GDP, and the projection of national power. If we are to address the manifold challenges we face in a serious way, we need to think through and then build a new political economy that takes us beyond the current system that is failing all around us. However, difficult the task, however long it may take, systematic problems require systematic solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty big statement there. I mean, and it's from a big group of people, too. It it makes sense, though. I mean, if you're having systemic problems and you try to fix it with Band-Aid solutions, that might work for a little while, but your system is still headed in a certain direction. Helping head off this is the historic and political economist uh, Gar Alpervitz, former legislative aide to Senator Lord Nelson, who helped spur the Earth Day into reality in the ni- late 60s. Hmm. So, yeah. with the next system, they are hoping to shepherd discussions around what new systems and institutions can be created to help heal what political and corporate systems have desecrated. Hmm. He also seeks to evaluate 
Evelate. Uh, <laughs> elevate. <laughs> Just like I got stuck. Yeah. He also seeks to elevate the new systems that are already in place but could use some scaling up. Man, this is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's like they said at the beginning. It does remain to be seen what it's going to achieve, but it's got some very big ambitions here, and it's also got some very big names involved in trying to make those ambitions a reality. Now, I don't know if it's going to succeed because they want to succeed through sophisticated discussions and not slogans. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, slogans and memes and, you know, short little tidbits are what get out there. <laughs> but if you're thinking long term, maybe sophisticated discussions are good to go back to. Yeah. I mean, it may take some sophisticated discussions to solve the problems we're facing. And you can still, I imagine you can still use slogans to direct people to the sophisticated discussions. Don't look over here. We're just talking. How about that one? Yeah. <laughs> just look. <laughs> Don't pay any attention. We're just changing the world. Yeah. Pay no attention to the people behind the curtain. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. And, uh, you know, it makes sense that, uh, you know, a system is going to head in the direction of the principles it's based on. So... If we have a system that is currently seeking to, you know, make na nations more powerful and make a bunch of money for corporations, and then we try to nudge it a little bit to not destroy the planet, that's a very difficult thing to do. But if it's heading towards, you know, meeting people's needs, you know, keeping the environment clean. I mean, right now we have the GDP, the gross domestic product, right? Yeah. And basically the worse things are... The more national disasters, the more cancers, the better that is. Yeah. Because more money is spent. So there's the whole thing, change that to GNP, the gross national product, and give value to things that you don't use. Yeah. Things, you know, in nature, water and trees and things that, I mean, speaking of memes, recently I saw one that said, we would save all the trees if they all had Wi-Fi. Unfortunately, they only give us the air where we breathe. <laughs> yeah. True story. <laughs> yeah. S Spain got 47% of its electricity from renewables. Yeah. It was a good march. Well, I, I heard Costa Rica got 100%. Yeah, Costa Rica, they were, I don't know if they're still on the streak, but they were on a streak where they got all of their renewable energy for a certain number of days. I remember reading 75 days, and now it's like 90 days or something. Yeah. So. They'll keep up the good work. <laughs> so, I, so, yeah, in Spain, a, a, bi a bigger country than Costa Rica, they got 47% of their electricity from renewables in March. Spain is getting the vast majority uh, of its electricity from carbon-free sources, the country's grid operator reported on Tuesday. Now, that's including nukes. I mean, yeah. nukes is about... 24%. Yeah. So. Well, the 47% is without the nukes. Correct, yeah. Yeah. 69% is from uh, what they call zero emissions technology, because they're saying nuclear is zero emissions. Yeah, coal is only down to 12%, so, for yeah. March. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, they are not polluting. 47% um, of it is renewable. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I, don't, I like telling the well, you know the whole truth not yeah. just like ooh 47 percent, and you know what's the rest yeah okay yeah the rest yeah there's still some nuclear there's still some coal yeah they still got a ways to go hydroelectric you know <laughs> they got two percent solar thermal yeah so mm -hmm. 
most of the renewable electricity being generated in Spain comes from wind, which alone provided 22.5% of the country's electricity last month. Wind often competes with nuclear for the title of Spain's top electricity generation source overall. In fact, though nuclear pulled through March as the top source of electricity, wind has overall provided more electricity to Spain in the entirety of 2015. From January to March, wind provided 23.7% of electricity generation, while nuclear made up 22.7%. Yeah. So, so primarily wind-powered. <laughs> I mean, that's the most, at least for the, year, the total for the year, the biggest source was wind. That's pretty good. And, I mean, they are developing other renewable energy sources. Um, I mean, they've, they've long been a leader in renewable energy, just recently becoming the first country in the world to have relied on wind as its top energy source for an entire year. Mm. So just keep working at it. Yeah. yeah. They I mean, keep going in that direction. And it will be, it'll be like Costa Rica eventually, 100% renewables. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, we in the U.S., of course, have more solar than Spain. If you want to, like, play with the statistics, Mm -hmm. you know, we have more installed solar. Yeah. But we're talking percentage-wise. Yeah, percentage-wise per capita, because they've got less people. You know. And, of course, they're a much smaller place. So they don't have as much access to places to put solar, which is why they're doing a lot of the wind, because, you know, in some cases they can do offshore, you know, Within a half mile of the shore, they put up a lot of wind turbines. So Yeah. That reminds me of the tongue twister. You know, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plains. The wind in, Sp- in Spain flows mainly on the plains. But, man, I mean, Spain is so close. In, they reported that they have 2,000 megawatts of energy. In the U.S., we have 3,300 megawatts of yeah. solar. We're talking solar. So, I mean, they're two-thirds of the way to get as much <laughs> as the U.S. Yeah, they're going to pass us up. So. Gonna reach, if we don't catch up, it's going to reach the point where every country has more solar than we do. Well, I mean, the nice thing, no matter where you are in the world, the new energy that's being installed is renewable. Yeah. I mean, nobody can now afford to really build a new nuclear plant. And nobody really wants a coal plant. Mm. So any new energy source. And we've been averaging about 4% increase in energy usage. and Well, no. That's energy cost in in the Midwest Yeah, over the last 20 years. Now, recently in the last five years, it's been going up about 10% a year. So our demand's going up. Our energy costs are going up. But any new energy being put in is either energy efficiency, which most people don't think of as energy, <laughs> but it's using less. So if you use less, you don't need to build new. Yeah. So... Yeah, and we could use a lot more of that, too, because it's uh, if we're trying to reduce our emissions, it's not going to be enough if we keep all of the old stuff and add some renewables, <laughs> you know, because then we'll still have all of those coal plants burning. We'll still have all the oil and all that. We haven't retired any. Yeah, we haven't retired enough. We've started retiring some coal plants, but we, we can't just build a bunch of renewables and forget about shutting down <laughs> the fossil fuel plants, because as long as we've still got fossil fuels burning, we're still emitting that CO2. True. But this is a good step because if they're making this much progress with wind and, you know, making progress in other countries with solar, then it becomes really feasible to to shut the rest of it down. 
So I wanted to, since it's political season, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to throw out a couple tidbits from Harper's Index. Did you know that the first female United States senator took office in 1922? No, I didn't know that. I mean, that's even before women, you know, had the right to vote. Yeah, that's, I think I've vaguely heard that, but that is an interesting one. However, now let's punch a little pin in that. <laughs> the year in which the, a female senator first used the Senate swimming pool. <laughs> when was that? 2008. <laughs> now, I don't know if they were allowed to or not, or they just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't know, but that was the first year. Maybe they had to sneak in. They still weren't allowed to, but they used it anyway. Also in political news... The percentage of Benjamin Netanyahu's 2014 primary campaign contributions that came from the United States? Hmm. 90%. Wow, 90%. What percentage of that came from three U.S. families? Hmm. 30%. Wow. I mean, imagine the controversy we would have here if, like, if, if one of our leaders... <laughs> Received 30% of the money from, you know, three families. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... We are controlling the world. Yeah. So. Meddling in other people's affairs. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Uh, on a happier note, let's see what some of the holidays are for this coming week. Today is Tweed Day. Uh, I didn't have any tweed to wear today. Oh, man. <laughs> today is National Walk to Work Day. So hmm. I'll be doing that, actually. I do that a lot. Now, it's the fir first Friday of this month, so you'll have to put it on your calendar for next year. Um, soon it'll be in uh, May, there'll be uh, Bike to w uh, Work Week. So start preparing for that. Yeah, start so. your bicycle training today. Do you consider yourself a newsman huh. just because well, you're doing this show? Yeah, I guess we're news people on here. We're, also, we're infotainment. It's like, hmm. well, tomorrow is a special day for us. Yes. It's like. Yeah, tomorrow is Hug a Newsman Day. No, it's the, it doesn't say news person. Yeah, I, I think it should say news person. If you see a newswoman out there and, and she's open to having a hug, you can give her a hug too. Now, Saturday is also Walk Around Things Day, School Librarian Day, and Tell a Lie Day. <laughs> so you might get confused if you just, like, you know, try to hug. Well, people could go around saying they were news people to get hugs. <laughs> yeah. And then other people could walk around them. Nope, I'm not going to hug you. You can so. hug your friendly neighborhood librarian, too. <laughs> Sunday is Go for Broke Day. Mm -hmm. So. And, oh, Monday is Plan Your Epitaph Day. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> That's kind of a morbid one, you know. What's going to be on my tombstone? I mean, sometimes you don't want someone else to pick it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be at least you try to tell people about climate change. <laughs> That's going to be on mine. Tuesday is Caramel Popcorn Day, No Housework Day, and World Health Day. I've been celebrating so. no housework day. <laughs> Just like, oh uh, yeah, let's see. We have uh, World Health, yeah, World Health Day on Tuesday, and Draw a Picture of a Bird Day is coming up on Wednesday. And Thursday is Name Yourself Day. That's every day for you. Yeah, for me that's every day. Uh, I changed my name uh, back 2002, I think it was. It's been a while. My name is Tree Song Legally. It's one name, one word. It's on my license that way. April is National Humor Month. It is also, I don't think it says it on here, but it is Earth Month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not on this list here. Yeah, it's Keep America Beautiful Month. And so be prepared for Earth Day. Um, we'll probably talk about uh, the 
eventually the Clean Jobs Act, the Illinois Clean Jobs Act, and a lot of people are going to go to um, Springfield on Earth Day to lobby for the Clean Jobs Act. Yeah. So um, increase energy efficiency, increase renewable energy, 32,000 jobs. Hmm. So Yeah, clean jobs sounds like a good idea. Let's see. Can you believe it's April already? April Fools. It's still March. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, no, it is April. It snuck up on us here, didn't it? There's actually no farmer's market tomorrow, community farmer's market. The, the other farmer's market is popping back up. Oh, okay. So we're going to now again have two farmer's markets. Yeah. But just to be aware, the, the farmer's market in the Carbonell Community High School will not be happening tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The farmer's market in the West Town Center will be the first one of the season. Hmm. So... So you still have options for a farmer's market. Yep. And then the following week, you'll have multiple options. Yeah, from then on, you'll have two farmer's markets. Yeah, east side, west side. East side. <laughs> All right, coming up on Saturday, the Environmental Justice Vigil. This is coming up on Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion on the corner of Illinois and Maine here in Carbondale. Peace Coalition will hold their monthly vigil on Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. in front of the Carbondale Town Square Pavilion. This month's vigil theme is environmental justice and is co-sponsored by a bunch of environmental groups. The Sense, the Student Group, Guy House, Buckminster Fuller Organization. Please bring your signs relating to divestment from fossil fuels, environmental or renewable issues. Peace Coalition will also have signs in accord with nonviolence and peace values. All are invited to meet afterwards at Cristados for the Peace Coalition's monthly meeting to talk about issues and future vigils. So if you've got, I mean, this theme was environment because of Earth Month. So if you've got an idea for next month, you can check out the meeting. Also on Saturday, the Logic Herb Spiral. What is Logic? Mm -hmm. The Local Organic Gardening Initiative of Carbondale? Yeah. You wow. got it. <laughs> Actually, it's written right here. Why was I trying to do it off the top of my head? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, good memory, though. Um so Logic is building their herb spiral at Guy House this Saturday at 2 p.m. You are welcome to either participate in the workday or just come by to learn more about herb spirals. I suppose you could just show up and cheer people on, bring <laughs> yeah. drinks and snacks, or you know, if you just want to be an onlooker. But yeah. regardless, you get to learn how to build an herb spiral. So Guy House has developed a preliminary plan for a series of ecological demonstration projects. So Logic's Herb Spiral is the first of the project in the series. Yes, Logic gets to be pioneers. There you go. Yes, and that's exciting because, you know, that's they, there's a lot of grassy areas on that property around Guy House, and we're going to try to put it to good use for ecological demonstration projects like this one. I'm excited to see what the Herb Spiral looks like. All right, also coming up next week, we've got Transportic Playground. That's coming up on Tuesday at 8 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. It's a it's transportic playground. They share poetry. You can share your poetry, spoken word. It's a really good time. And uh, it's 8 p.m., Guy House. It's doing well. It moved, it moved last year, and it's ever since it went to Guy House, it, you know, it took a couple times to rebuild its audience, but now each time it's been doing great. Have you been following the fact that the Carbondale Super Splash Park, the building got canceled because... Our uh, esteemed, um, I forgot what he is, 
Um, <laughs> troublemaker. Yeah, I've never heard him called esteemed. <laughs> well, you're supposed to say that whenever you talk about yeah, legislators. Yeah, the esteemed, the, the illustrious. I'm, I'm steamed about <laughs> the our notorious. governor who stopped the money going to our um, splash park. There will be two events coming. Um, one of them is, um, well, if you pick up today's nightlife or go to CarbondaleRocks.com, there's a full-page article about it. Um, two things. There will be a lecture talking about Blue Mind, the surprising science that shows how being near, in, or on, or underwater can make you happier, healthier, more connected, and better at what you do. That's on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Lazar Law Building Auditorium. More information is um, liveblue.org. Now, assuming the governor releases the rest of the grant money, fundraising for the park is still ongoing. Hmm. Basically, they've stopped construction. So they've thrown together... Basically, the SIU Sports Studies Association and the Carbondale Park District will hold a splash of trivia night Friday, April 10th at 6 p.m. Yeah, trivia nights are fun. The theme will be sports. So, again, trivia night Friday, April 10th at 6 p.m. And um, more information about Saving the Splash Park is, of course, SaveSplashPark.com. Yeah. Send a message to all the officials <laughs> and try to save something cool, something that will something cool that will us down. Keep us cool. <laughs> all right. Well, it's once again been an exciting and informative episode of Your Community Spirit. I hope you've learned as much as we have along the way. And spring is kind of on pause out there, it looks like, but uh, it's not too bad. It's still spring weather. It's just a little cooler and rainier. Just kind of the weather of spring. All right. We will see you again on the radio next week. Yes. Have a good time out there.